0: Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics,
1: featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and
0: more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Big Corner Creative, Donlinger Construction, Dr. Brennan Lucas, and Advanced Orthopedic Associates at Agency. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Mel Hambleton Ford, and by Pepsi.
2: and welcome in to the JetCast today for episode 111 of our show here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. I'm your host Jackson Schneider, the voice of the Newman Jets as we get things rolling for another exciting week in Newman Athletics. The spring sports, they are off and running and this is, you know, it's our first show totally comprised of spring sports we're going to talk some baseball and some softball and uh, recap the start of their season as baseball began the year on this past weekend with a road trip and, and we're back at it again yesterday as well in the midweek and then softball began their season over the weekend as well so lots of spring sports to discuss with head softball coach Andrea Gustafson and head baseball coach Drew Mouse so we've got a lot to get to uh, on that side of things, but first, as we always do, we're going to begin our show today with a look in the upcoming athletic calendar for the Jets. Of course, again, this is our first show in the month of February, and February it starts to heat up as we get into the real, you know, final stretch of basketball season, and then a bunch of our spring sports, as we mentioned, are really getting going as well. So a lot to get into here, but we'll begin with Thursday night's. February 8th, the men's and women's basketball teams for the Jets head on the road for a matchup with Fort Hayes State. They'll be playing at 530 and 730 in Gross Memorial Coliseum in Hayes, as the uh, Jets will take on the Tigers in that doubleheader of action. Then on Friday, February 9th, the women's bowling team will compete at the Flyer Classic in Lockport, Illinois. That will take them all the way through the weekend men's and women's tennis will be in action on Friday as they will travel to Lawrence to take on Ottawa University in matches played at the Jayhawk Tennis Center uh, over again uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. Softball will compete in the Alvey Early Memorial Classic this weekend in Bentonville, Arkansas. That Alvey Early Memorial Classic features matchups for the Jets on Friday at 11 a.m. and 1.30 as they will take on the University of Illinois Springfield and then William Jewell on Friday and then on Saturday the Jets will take on Southwest Baptist and also take on Arkansas Monticello on Saturday. Of course also on Friday the Jets Baseball team will begin their weekend series down in Durant, Oklahoma. They'll travel to take on Southeastern Oklahoma State Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the Jets wrestling team will also be in action beginning on Friday, traveling to Springfield, Missouri, for the Drury Duels hosted by Drury University. They'll take on Drury and Wachita Baptist on Friday night in those duels. Uh, Other action on Saturday, that is on February 10th, men's bowling will be competing at the Hoosier Classic in Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh, they will be competing on Sunday in that action as well. Also on Saturday, the Jets basketball teams back in action completing the road trip as they travel to take on the University of Nebraska Kearney up in Kearney Nebraska women at two and the men will follow at four also on uh, Saturday the, the Jets women's bowling team, as we mentioned, continuing that action at the uh, Flyer Classic in Lockport, Illinois, and uh, that will wrap up real, most of the action for the weekend, but before we have our next show, we will have a couple of other things going on in Jets athletics, so we'll get you that as well. On Tuesday, February 13th, men's basketball will be in action, hosting Barclay College in Fugate Gymnasium, and it will be a mid-morning matchup, so you can get basketball and brunch in Fugate as the Jets host Berkeley College at 10.30 a.m., and we'll have coverage of that on the MIAA Network. Then also on February 13th at 2 p.m., the Jets baseball team back on the road down in the state of Oklahoma traveling for a one-game uh midweek contest against Southwestern Oklahoma State in Weatherford. So that's a look at your Newman Jets schedule over the next week. And uh, it's going to be a loaded, loaded week of athletics. And again, as we're talking sports today, we're talking spring sports. We're manifesting warm weather and sunshine and getting things ready for the outdoor sports here in the very near future. But today, again, we'll visit with Andrea Gustafson, our head softball coach here at Newman, and then also with head baseball coach Drew Mouse. We'll begin with the ladies and Coach Gustafson in just a little bit. First, a word from our great sponsors here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. You're listening to the Jetcast.
1: From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita, listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org.
2: Welcome back here on the JetCast on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider joined now over the phone by the head coach of your Newman Jets softball team, Coach Andrea Gustafson. Coach, how are we today?
3: I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you?
2: I I'm I'm okay. Uh, you know this a little give our fans a, a peek behind the curtain. I've been having a whale of a day technologically speaking and it has been Stressful to stay, say the least, but we got things figured out. We got you on the phone and things are looking up. So we're, we're going to trudge on and, and be gritty and, and keep working here on our, our JetCast today. But, coach, let's talk about your group because you got off to a great start on this past weekend with a pair of wins at East Central. You take two out of the three and it, you play two nine inning games, two very competitive games there. And, you know, the, the other one that didn't go extras was also very competitive so a great test to start the year for your team what was your thoughts on you know just the opening weekend and how it all went
3: um you know I was really um impressed with with the girls and the way we came out this weekend um there were three very intense close games you know we could have very easily been three and know just as we could have been zero and three that's how close the contests were um, but I was, I was very happy with the kids and the way they showed up. I thought the intensity was great the entire weekend. We were focused the entire weekend. Um, we got very good pitching from Jackie Gold and Kenyon DeCourt. Um, our defense was ready to make plays. When the ball was put in play, we were ready to make plays. Um, I thought we hit the ball fairly well. Um, a couple of the things that I think we need to work on, um, we need to be better with runners in scoring position because I think we left quite a few kids on base um, and we also need to be better with our short game as far as bunting and moving runners. But overall, I was I was happy with the weekend that we had.
2: Well, one of those contests, you put up 20 runs. And wouldn't you know it, that was a nine-inning game. It was tight until that top of the ninth inning where you come up and put nine on the board in extras and just really kind of put that one away. What went into that competitive contest? I mean, you talk about it could have, you know, easily gone the other direction but your team wills its way to the extra period and and finds a way to get it done with that big ninth frame
3: yeah i don't know um i wish it would have happened earlier in the game but um, you know, the ninth inning came around and everybody just got on a roll. I mean, everybody was hitting, everybody was scoring. Um, it was a long game. The, the total game was about three and a half hours, which is very long for a softball game. And before that inning, I came up to the girls. I'm like, girls, we've been out here for hours. Let's find a way to win this game. And they they definitely found a way to win that game. They came out with hot bats and, and we found a way to score nine runs. So that kind of put less pressure on us going back out on the defense to hold them there at the bottom of the ninth.
2: Yeah, in that specific game, Haley Bonathan was fantastic. Uh, Five runs batted in, four hits, a home run. I mean, just did a lot of great things to lead that offensive charge. What has she brought to the table early on in the season, and, and how do you maybe try to get her to consistently put out, you know, games like that to lead your offense?
3: You know, we know that Haley has those type of capabilities, um, we didn't play the first game of the series. Second game we put her in the DP role and she came out and hit very well for us. So we put her right back out there in the third game and, and she was awesome, had that Had that home run. I believe it was the first inning um, and continued to hit well all day long. Um, so she's a kid that has a lot of experience coming from the junior college, LaBette Junior College. Um, already played quite a bit of softball in her college career and, and we're looking for big things out of her this year, um, especially you know, offensively, she she also is a catcher as well. But um, we're expecting a lot of big things out of her offensively.
2: Now, pitching wise, how do you feel like the the season started? I mean, you you for the most part did a good job keeping East Central in check. I mean, held to four runs and one run in the first two games before that kind of marathon twenty to eleven victory. So through three games, where are we at pitching wise? And, and what would you maybe like to see from them to further that as well?
3: Um, you know, I, I think that we got very good pitching out of Jackie Gold. Um the first game, nine innings, she pitched very well. We we needed to hit better for her and, and find a way to score some more runs. But I was very impressed with her and then Kenyon to court in the second game. Um, you know, did her job. She she was she was on that day. She got a ground ball, she had some strikeouts, um, but defensively we were very good behind her. The third game, you know, I I know that East Central had gone through some pitchers the first day. Um, And and the second day, I kind of knew that it was probably going to be a little bit more high scoring, you know, when you've kind of gone through a couple pitchers um, the first day. But I think that if we can get Madison DeWitt started our third game, I I think she pitched a little over three innings. Um, You know, I'd like to see probably more in the five inning range from her. Um, She's definitely capable of it. She's been a three-year starter, senior. So um, I'm hoping moving forward, we can get some more innings out of her to kind of help Ease Some of the innings, you know, from like Jackie, Jackie had to come in there and I I can't even remember how many innings she had to pitch in that third game, but it was quite a bit. Um, So I'd like to see some of the other kids go a little bit longer so we don't have to go quite back to Jackie so much.
2: Now you get that first weekend kind of out of the way. I know there's a lot of nerves and, and maybe some anxiety going into that opening series, always because you want to start the year off with such a good note. And you know, but now you've got that behind you. You got the first games out of the way, and you're able to get right back to action this weekend with four matchups uh, going to Bentonville, Arkansas, for the uh, Alvey Early Memorial Classic. So, how do you maybe? Build as a, a team, as a whole, you know, from that first weekend and, and push to a strong second weekend of the year?
3: I think it's um, getting out there and continuing to get strong pitching like we did the first weekend, continue to play defense because our defense was, was pretty much on point last weekend. Um, but I think we did a great job of expecting the ball to come to us every single pitch, and that's what we need to continue to do. We can't take pitches off. We can't be surprised if the ball's hit to us. we got to be expecting it every pitch. Um, offensively, a little bit more confidence um, going up to the plate because we can hit the ball. Um, I, all the kids know we can hit it. We, we see it every day in practice. It's just a matter of going up there in game situations, having that confidence and knowing you're going to get the job done.
2: Now, with that, those four matchups, you'll face off with Illinois Springfield, William Jewell, southwestern baptist and arkansas monticello so some teams that that are you know uh, kind of a mixed bag of, of results from a season ago but still very stiff competition it seems like you're challenging your group here pretty early on to try and, and get to know them and get them some some adversity early on to build into what will be a tough in schedule this year how do you feel like this competition will prepare your group
3: um, I think it'll be good. You know, everybody knows the MIAA is a very tough conference, so it's important that we play some tough teams early on. Um, I've never faced Illinois um, Springfield, so that's going to be, you know, the first time for us. Um, they're they're a very competitive group, and, and we're going to have to come out ready to play them. We've played William Jewell before. Um, you know, they're going to be a scrappy team. Southwest Baptist. I don't believe I've played them since I've been here Um, and Arkansas Monticello, I don't think we haven't played them either. So we're seeing some teams that we haven't necessarily seen before. So that I think that's going to be good for us um, as far as, you know, being prepared to play because we don't know a lot about them. So we need to go out there and um, kind of just expect everything.
2: Again, we're joined over the phone by head softball coach Andrea Gustafson for your Newman Jets. And coach, you know, these first couple of weekends of the year, you're playing on the road. And fortunately, you get to return home here in a little bit about a week from when we're recording this. Actually, on Valentine's Day, you'll host our neighbors, friends in your first home matchups of the season. Is it? A concern weather-wise this time of year? We've gone through kind of a mixed bag of having, you know, such cold and rainy and wintry weather, and then the last week or so it's been beautiful around here. So is weather a concern at all this time of year? And, you know, have you handled that, you know, weather situation well as a team?
3: Um, It's – you never know what the weather runs here. You know, like one, one day it can be 70 degrees and the next day it will be 30. <laughs> Actually, that can even happen in the same day. Um, within a couple hours. So you never know. Looking at the 10 day forecast, um, it looks like this Wednesday is going to be good for us to get out there and get our home opener. Um, You know, it's been a while since we've been on dirt um, because we've we've been we had a lot of indoor practices prior to playing East Central and then we've been practicing on a turf field right now because our field's still pretty wet um, from the rain we received this last weekend as well as previously from the snow. So, Um, You never know around here, but I'm hopeful that we'll get it in next Wednesday and it'll be a good home opener.
2: Well, We're looking forward to it. I am so excited to get you guys back on campus and get get to play, you know, in the friendly confines. We talked the last time, I think, about that that home field advantage and kind of handling those hops in the field a little bit better. Has has that maybe helped you? You know, playing on turf and, and, you know, when you're on the road to start the season, do you feel like the team has handled things defensively, you know, despite not maybe knowing the hops as well in the field?
3: Yeah, I think it's helped out. Uh, we played on a turf field last weekend when we were down in Oklahoma City playing East Central. Um, we're playing on turf uh, this weekend going to Bentonville. So, I mean, it's kind of been beneficial, you know, that we've, we've been inside on turf. We've been out uh, outdoor on turf fields. Um, But yeah, we're definitely going to need to get back outside and get on some dirt because obviously our home feels on dirt. So we need to get used to that again as well.
2: Absolutely. Got to get some, some dirt and grass stains on those jerseys as well. They're sitting too clean in the closet these days, but coach, before we (laughs) let you go, you know, as we mentioned, again, you'll head to Bentonville, Arkansas this weekend for matchups Friday and Saturday, four games in two days. What is the biggest factor your team needs to, to focus on both? Give me one offensive and one defensive aspect that'll help you be the most successful this weekend.
3: Um, I think offensively, we need to continue to get runners on base. Um, Move those runners if if we're asked to to do that. You know, if I need a kid to bunt some runners over, I need them to be successful doing that. And then once we have them in scoring position, um, I think we need to do a better job of scoring those runs. Um, So, you know, have have better situational hitting with runners in scoring position. Um, And then defensively, I think build upon what we did last weekend. You know, pitchers hit your spots. Get us some ground balls, defense, be ready to make a play. Um, Expect the ball every single pitch, and I think we'll be okay. So build upon what we did last weekend.
2: All right. Well, Coach, thank you so much for the time today. We look forward to following you guys this weekend and seeing you back at home next week against friends. Again, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Andrea Gustafson, head softball coach of your Newman Jets, as they head to Bentonville, Arkansas this weekend again. They will be back home in Wichita on Wednesday, February 14th, against the Friends Falcons. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with more on the Jetcast right after this.
0: Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit EckAgency.com.
2: Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider joined over the phone now by head baseball coach Drew Mouse. Coach, thank you for joining us once again. You guys were busy in the midweek yesterday taking on the Northwest Oklahoma State Rangers in a game that was very tight, uh, come up just a touch short in that one, 9-8, but the, the bats were alive and well. Four home runs for the guys yesterday, Eli Wall, Hunter Brown, Dalton Smith and Garrett Arnold all hit long balls yesterday. It seems like the offense hasn't missed a beat for you.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, our, our, our offense this year is a lot different than it was last year. Um, you know, I've talked to them throughout the fall and even into the early spring, you know, about, I don't think that we're going to score necessarily less runs um, than we did last year uh, or you know, close to it or whatever, but, Um, Just the way we go about doing it is going to be different. You know, last year, um, you know, we could have back-to-back four run innings, no problem. Um, And then we could go three innings without scoring. Whereas this year, it's going to be more along the lines of one run, one run, two runs, no runs, two runs. Um, And I think the difference, especially early on, Um, has been when you score runs that way with just one run at a time, one run at a time, that's great to keep things going. But, um, you know, there were games last year where we put people away within the first five innings of a game because of how we scored. Um, That made, made the games go a little easier. Whereas this year, you know, we, we have to continue to score not necessarily because our pitching is bad, but because, that's just how our offense is like we Mm -hmm. can't sit and take innings and at bats off like we have to just keep pushing and trying to score another run and another run and another run um because we don't have the 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 power that we had last year where we could just put up a five spot no problem you know Mm -hmm. so um I think that's been the biggest thing that even myself is trying to Kind of adapt to from a coaching standpoint, and and um, trying to get those guys to understand that too every single day.
2: And the offense, you know, fifty five hits through five games has been really productive. But I've also, you know, been impressed with the ability just to get on base. 21 walks as a team through the start of the season has been really nice just to get guys on base, put a little pressure on the opposing defenses. And then you see your offense kind of able to manufacture those one or two run innings here so far. And how how have you seen the, the plate approach of your guys offensively that have been able to work deep into those counts and then, you know, find ways on base?
0: Um, yeah, I, I think, I think that's, you know, like I was saying earlier, or just before that, you know, that's the difference, I think, in our team from last year to this year is, um, being able to see more pitches, um, having confidence to hit with two strikes. Um, you know, I think we're averaging right around five strikeouts a game, which is pretty good. Um, five or six a game, which is pretty good. And. Um, you know just continuously putting the ball in play and you know we have guys that i don't want to say we have burners but a lot of our guys have the ability to run um that doesn't mean they're going to steal 30 bases you know like push and angelico did uh but you know we we can have a lot of guys in the in the 10 stolen base range um, and that allows us to put a little more pressure on on the defense with the you know, balls down the line that usually are singles now they're doubles because our guys you know busted out of the box and everything like that and um, being able to play a little bit of small ball has allowed us to to really excel and um, you know score runs where I, I feel like last year we didn't score runs a whole lot um, in certain situations and now we we can put up a run in and inning and that's you know as the saying goes if you score one run every inning that's nine runs a game I'll take that so
2: well, through the first five games, there have been a handful of guys that have put out really strong starts to the season. But who have maybe been some of those faces that have stepped up to you right out of the you know the, the first game of the season into now, and and who do
0: we need to keep our eyes on? Um, I mean, Garrett Arnold and Trent Trammell um, have been yeah. been two guys that that have just come out of the gate swinging. Um, you know, uh, Alton Smith has been really good so far, um, offensively, um, has, has, has excelled. Um, and then, you know, Eli's kind of had an up and down start to the year, but, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time, I don't want to say a lot of time, but a lot of time on, on Sunday and Monday, um, after the first weekend, you know, really hammering an approach and, and, um, you know, kind of changing how they go about some things in the box and all that stuff. And I, and I was happy just to see that kind of pay off yesterday. Um, you know, some of the arms that we saw yesterday, like those are not normal midweek arms. Um, and, you know, there's some velo. There's some really, really good breaking balls. And watching our guys be able to stay on them and, and have really good at-bats the entire day, that was really good to see. Um, and I'm I'm kind of excited to see if we can maintain that same approach day to day um, you know I I wouldn't be worried about our offense at all if that if that maintains the way it is.
2: That's such an interesting note you know how well the offense has adjusted to seeing these arms early in the season when you know the last time you and I talked leading up to the start of the year you're kind of concerned a little bit because the guys hadn't seen as much live pitching as you might have liked because of the weather and the way you were forced to practice a little bit. But it seemed like they, they have handled that, you know, in stride and, and really excelled at facing some of these tough arms early in the season. But what what would you attribute that to, that ability to, to handle some of these tough arms with nice velocity or, or good
0: movement on their pitches? Um I think there's a couple of different things. I mean, I, I even though we hit fairly fairly well last weekend, I mean, there were a ton of at bats that I'll be honest. I'm I'm sitting in the dugout watching our guys hit, and I'm thinking, what are we doing? Um, <laughs> but you know that, like you said, that goes back to I think we had three inner squads of six innings each um, before the season started. And we saw hitter versus pitcher one other time, um, and it was just it was just a scheduling nightmare to try and get all of that situated. And even the two innings, the two inner squads that we faced, were in thirty-eight degree weather with a little bit of mist and barely any sun outside. So um, you weren't going to get anything productive in those two days. So you know, as as well as we did hit last week, I think I think. But yesterday against Northwestern is probably a better tell of, of what we can expect um, moving forward. Um, and then on top of that, I, I think a you know, new addition of the coaching staff coach Carr has done a really good job of, of talking to guys individually um, you know about about sticking to who they are and what their identity is and then um, you know trying to kind of carry on the message that I've had overall. And, and breaking it down for individual guys, and I, he's done a really good job of making sure that um, those guys understand and, and have the ability to to have success in what they can do. So um, I think as long as we can maintain that, we'll 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 have a good year.
2: I get Drew Mouse is our guest, head baseball coach of the Newman Jets. As you guys get ready for your next bit of action, taking on Southeast Oklahoma State on. Friday and uh, Saturday and Sunday, three games set on the road down in Durant, Oklahoma. Means you got a couple of days now after the, the game uh, against Northwest Oklahoma State to to kind of reset and refocus a little bit. What what's the focus in these days in between, and, and how do you kind of build off of yesterday and,
0: and push it into this weekend? Um, I, you know, I think. I think if you go look at our scores, you would disagree with me probably. But, um, you know, outside of like four innings last weekend, I thought we pitched it really well. Um, outside of two innings yesterday, we pitched it really well. So, um, you know, you look at our record and you look at some of the amount of runs that we've given up and it's like, God, you know, their pitching really bad. And it's like, well, and we had five. I think we've had five innings of three-plus runs um, six innings of, of three plus runs in five games. Um, and you know I don't think that that tells the entire story of of what has happened from the pitching side. Um, you know we've we've got a lot of things that are different this year. You know we're using um, last year we we called signs with the catcher. Um, this year we're using the, the pitch comm thing, so mm-hmm. guys are still getting used to that. Um, you know we didn't get that until after after Christmas, so we hadn't really had had time to adapt to that. Um, you know, coach Morse is, is, is working with the pitchers more now this year than he has in the past. Um, so kind of giving him some freedom to, to do stuff there, um, and, and helping him grow as well. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's the first time out, you know, as much as our hitters need to see pitchers, our pitchers need to see hitters too, um, to get a feel for that. You just can't keep throwing bullpens and, and expect them to be good, you know? So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm as, as long as we can stay in the zone, um, and we don't have mental lapses from time to time where we just go 3-0 to random hitters after getting two outs. Um, you know, I, I feel confident in our arms, and I think that I think that we'll have a really good year. It's just a matter of making sure that it all comes together. Um, you know, with the way that our program set up, our school set up, and in the conference that we're in, every game is a playoff game. Um, you know, I think getting them to understand that, and and you know strive for that approach instead of it just being like oh it's the first weekend we'll be fine we'll learn like no college baseball season is pretty short when you actually think about it um yeah. and you know it, it's a sprint and you got to make sure that you're ready to go from the gate and you can't really feel your way into things like you've you pretty much got to hit the ground running and and figure things out on the fly as you go so
2: yeah, super tough. How quickly this season can you know it? We feel like all year we're just waiting for it to start, and then all of a sudden you blink, and you know we we're talking about just starting, but that's ten percent of your season essentially behind you already, and and you'll knock off another four games in the next week or so here uh, as you go to Southeast this weekend, and then to southwestern Oklahoma State uh, in the midweek next week. So you guys. Uh, this just jogs my memory. You've spent a ton of time and will spend a ton of time in the state of Oklahoma here in the, the next week or so. H- have you gotten to enjoy those road trips at all? What's this team like on the road here in the last few games?
0: Uh, we're trying to make sure we hit up every directional school that the state of Oklahoma has. <laughs> um, you know, Northwestern Oklahoma, southwestern Oklahoma, um, southeastern. Uh, I think two years ago we went to East Central, so uh, yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, you know, <laughs> our, our guys are fairly loose um, for the most part, and I you know I try to let them be. I don't think um, I don't think playing on the road really affects them one way or the other. I know that when I was a player, I enjoyed being on the road more than playing at home. Um, I, I thought there was less distractions on the road. you know, you didn't have to worry about school. Um, even if your family came to visit, you didn't have to worry about going to school and then spending time with your family and then having to be at the field beforehand. It was just, you know, I'm in the hotel, I go to the baseball game and then I, and then I just hang out after that. So, um, I think that, I think that being on the road early on is going to help us compete and face adversity with the MIAA. Um, as we've talked about how, how difficult this conference is. Um, and I think that just making sure that. That our guys are, whether they're in the lineup or not in the lineup, that that we're here to win, um, and that we every day we have to come prepared to try and get better to make sure that we can that we can compete um, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the NIAA.
2: I got to I got to know what you're like on the road trips. Are you a podcast guy? Are you a, like a napper? Like how, how do you handle these long road trips? What, what are you like in the, on the road and in the van?
0: You can ask my why I do not sleep a whole lot. Um, <laughs> which is probably why I went from um, a little bit of hair to a little less hair and more gray hair over the past couple of years. Um, but no, I don't sleep a lot. Um, I, I, I'll, listen to some podcasts, I'll listen to some music. Um you know, really a lot of it is I'll start writing scouting reports for the next week um or or start watching video for the next week's team. Um you know, I I try to spend a lot of the year more in skill acquisition and trying to get our guys just prepared to be better baseball players, but once the season gets here, I pretty much dive straight in and um, for about four and a half months of trying to win baseball games and, and trying to do our best with the limited resources that we have to make sure I can get as much information on every, every team that we get um, from, you know, how to, how to pitch guys, um, what hitters want to do, what pitchers want to do, um, how to line up um, our defense against certain hitters. Um, you know, some teams in the conference – play small ball. Some teams in the conference haven't bunted in two years. Um, You know, some guys have power arms. Some guys have a lot of, you know, breaking stuff. So I, I, when I'm on the road, I'm pretty much diving into um, pattern reports or um, reading something that has to do with skill acquisition and and trying to get guys better. Um, That's, that's just kind of how I am. I try to stay away from them. Uh, The guys will, will pull me into a um, game of Uno from time to time um, <laughs> if we're down in the lobby. But, but other than that, I try to keep to myself and, and you know hang out with the coaching staff more than anything.
2: Awesome. Well, Coach, I've enjoyed getting to know you and and this team early on in the season. Look forward to this next weekend as you go down to Durant, Oklahoma again to take on Southeastern Oklahoma State for three games. And then we finally get you back at home next weekend hosting concordia st paul but before we get to that what, what's the biggest key to a good weekend here in oklahoma one more time
0: uh just competing Um, am just competing not taking any pitches off not taking any of bats off competing and, and never taking our, our foot off the gas pedal um, on offense so we just got to keep scoring runs um, and let the chips fall where they may Awesome. Drew
2: Mouse, head coach of the Newman Jets baseball team as they head on the road again this weekend to Durant, Oklahoma for a three-game set and then to southwestern Oklahoma next week in the midweek before we finally get them against Concordia St. Paul in the home opener at McCarthy Field on February 16th. Coach, thanks so much for the time today.
0: I appreciate it. Go Jets.
2: All right, we'll take a quick timeout here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Be back with more on the Jetcast right after this.
1: Don Linger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers. Heavy equipment operators and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Donlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Donlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply.
2: Final segment on the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network today, episode 111, 111, 111 episodes of the JetCast. It's crazy. I know I've only been a part of it for a small amount of time, but I've really enjoyed running this show and... and, getting you all information from great coaches, student-athletes, administrators, and more. And it's only going to get better into next week as we're planning some big stuff. I'm going to be down in Wichita with our Jets coaches and having some fun for that midweek basketball contest with Barkley College. And we'll talk to... Some of our our hoops coaches and, and maybe some student athletes, and also uh, just get some some fresh new faces on the show as well, planning some fun stuff for next week. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Go Jets, and we'll see you next time here on the jetcast. I'm Jackson Schneider.
1: The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in Red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics.